Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Whatever your story is, welcome to episode 123 of My Runner's Mind. This is a podcast that shows you how to take the chore out of your runs so you can run with more joy. Lately, I've spent a lot of time talking about mindset and powerful habits on the podcast in order to learn to love running or to continue to support your running habit. So today, I'm glad to bring you an episode on this third part what I believe makes up a great trifecta for running with joy and happiness. Insert Brooks might have this slogan on run happy, but it takes more than a pair of ghosts or adrenalines and cute tops and bottoms to truly find joy in running. That's what I'm here to talk about today. So the third part that we'll talk about is your running form. Understanding the mechanics behind good running will make running so much more enjoyable because you'll be less prone to injury and you'll be more efficient. This is every runner's dream, right? Less injury, please, thank you. Now, how do I know? I know because that was me. I was doing what we call power running. The whole no pain, no gain mindset and relying on the strength of my legs to propel me. I was experiencing repeat injuries in the same area shins in my case, and I would lay off to recover and even do and do some strengthening in between, like walking on my heels. And I even remember at one point, I bought a special rolling stick, which I was supposed to roll up and down my shin bones, which I remember being incredibly painful. Have you ever tried one of those? If you have, let me know. It just seemed really painful. When the pain subsided, I would resume running. Now, I think this happened two, maybe three times in all for me. Now, because I used the same running technique when I resumed running, or I should say a lack of proper running technique, it caused that actually caused the injury in the first place. Well, guess what? The injury just resurfaced. That is, until I learned good running form. So as some of you know, I've been trained as a chi running instructor. This is a program that was developed by ultramarathoner Danny Dreyer. Before I go on, I'm curious, what associations come up for you when you hear the word chi? If you're thinking Eastern philosophy-ish, you'd be correct. And it's important to point out because the next assumption we might make then is that there's something holistic, something mind-body about it, not just typical Western, crank it out, push through, no pain, no gain, 
philosophy. All right, I admit, can you tell I'm a speech-language therapist during the day, and I help students create linguistic frameworks in their mind. Laugh out loud. But it's so helpful coming at it from this approach because it sets you up for certain expectations. Qi running was founded in Tai Chi principles. Following the principles of Qi running means that I collaborate with gravity, gravity which we can't avoid right on planet Earth ever. I collaborate with gravity by falling forward from my ankles. So to understand this, I want you to picture leaning forward, but not just from your waist, which we so often do, actually from your ankles. It's not very much, but it's just a little bit of a fall. So I lean forward or fall forward instead of being straight up and down, upright in my posture, which so many of us do, just vertical, right? And when I do that, when I'm vertical, straight up and down, I'm essentially opposing gravity, right? The force of gravity, which requires me to work harder to create forward propulsion. When you're in an upright conventional running posture, your legs reach out in front of you. This is how you propel yourself forward, right? And more than likely, you land with your heels first. So I want you to consider as you move forward at a certain speed, at your running speed an hour, at the same time, the road is actually moving in the opposite direction at a certain speed, which makes for a kind of a head-on collision between the road and your heels. And as you can then imagine, this can be the cause of, for instance, shin splints, knee pain, hip pain, and so forth if you run with your legs out in front of you, right? If you're an upright runner. But if you chi run, you run landing with your leg kind of almost behind you or your legs are not out in front of you, which reduces any collision. I think so often people are reluctant to try something new because of the work that's involved in learning a new skill or the idea that if it ain't broken, don't fix it kind of mentality. I get it. With as many opportunities we're bombarded with, we can only focus on a few, not all of them. I get that. But just consider if you're spending several days a week and a considerable amount of hours a week and a month, therefore a year running, you want to make sure you do so with integrity. If you're somebody who's frequently injured, you might want to understand the reason behind chi running and decide to learn this technique. Another principle of chi running that I really appreciate and which has taught me to find more balance and appreciate things more is to make running a practice instead of a sport. Consider how running would feel if you saw it as a practice, similar to how you see maybe yoga, meditation, practicing an instrument. In viewing running as a practice, we make it about more than just the sport, more than just the physical benefits. Instead, we use running as a vehicle for personal development as well as fitness. When I first started doing yoga some 10 years ago, 
I was more focused on being in the pose to the point that I would actually hurry and probably force a stretch to just get into it really quickly. It's only been in the last three to four years that I've realized that yoga is really about getting into the pose. That is, it's a process of moving from one pose to another, not the speed with which I can get from one pose to the other. And I think it illustrates that it's about the journey, not the destination. But to use a running analogy, it's not, I'm happy when I finish my marathon. It's, I'm happy now while training for my marathon. There's a mindset that supports chi running, which at its core teaches you to listen and focus internally rather than outwardly. It's hard in today's day and age where everybody's stats and runs are plastered all over social media. However, establishing a clear link of communication between your mind and your body, the process of listening to your body, then becomes the goal. From listening, you'll learn what the body can do, and then you can teach it new habits. This is called body sensing, and it's an incredible tool to continually self-assess while you're running. It's the most rewarding thing to be able to, to do in order to adjust your running based on listening to your body. It's mind and body and not mind over body, which we're so conditioned to do in our society. How often do you downplay your own efforts because you don't feel you look like what an athlete should look like? But chances are that you're probably out there three, four, five times a week running. Creating a connection between the mind and body empowers us to feel confident in our own movement. Now you can hear more about how to create this mind-body connection by checking out the following podcast episodes that focus on a form focus, which refers to running form in she running speak. These episodes are episodes 64, 66, 74, 77, and 81. Do you wonder if this is for you, if so, book a 20-minute consult with me via the link in the show notes or email or DM me. Let's build our supportive community together. All right, runner friend, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a fellow runner who you think might also find it inspiring. My goal is to help as many women transform their brands from a chore to a joy. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.